Back in studio, like I mentioned this morning, we're going to chat about just uh, your active and passive investment. Well, the person that knows best is Wes Junior, and it is time for Pennywise. Good morning. Morning, Tony. How are you? Good and you, Wes. Yeah, very well, thank you. Lekker, man. Lekker. I just want to remind our listeners, if you missed anything, we do podcast this on Spotify, so you can go and have a look. Um, go to Facebook. You can find more details on Wes and how to co- get in contact with Wes as well. Um, he'll tell you more and just give you more um, on, on the topics that we discussed here. Yeah. So Wes, uh, there seems to be many views on what the right strategy for investing is. An active approach or maybe more a passive approach. Can you quickly just explain what it, what is meant by that? Yeah, so let me just start by summing up what this whole debate is about and then go into the details. So essentially it boils down to the fact that nowadays with technology passive investing is this approach that becomes an option and it's far cheaper than just the traditional way of doing things which is active investing mm-hmm. so active investing is the way that things have always been done where the fund manager that looks after your unit trust or your retirement money they make a whole bunch of decisions every day as to what stocks to buy what stocks to sell what must we do and they have a ton of research for example they're going to say we feel that gold shares are cheap so mm-hmm. we want to buy anglo or we feel that banks are expensive now so we're going to sell out of our positions in fnb and capitech they're making hundreds of decisions daily based on their research and the current share prices and news that's disseminating into the market and we pay them for this research mm-hmm. but remember the way that it works is that you never physically write out a check to pay them or make an EFT to pay them. Their fee, which is normally around about 1.5% of what you've invested, it's okay. just deducted off the value of your investments. Uh, okay. So, for example, if you had a million rand invested with them, that would mean that they're deducting off a fee of 1,250 rand a month, which is starts to add up, especially if you've it got does. more invested and, and you never really see it. So, Again, how it would work is, putting it to an example, if you started with a million, mm-hmm. and at the end of month one, your million is now worth one million and five thousand, then the investment manager goes, okay, right, I'm taking my fee of 1,250, mm-hmm. and so now your investment is worth one million three and 3,750. And most people just look at it and go, I started with a million, I ended with one million three thousand and a bit, that's, I've done well. They didn't actually yeah. realize that they made more, and then they got a big fee taken off. And in the last few years, there's just been this bigger focus on fees that everyone is charging. And so passive investing has really gained traction. So what passive investing aims to do, it wants to remove all those hundreds of decisions that investment managers are making every day. So what it does is, for example, it will track an index, which is kind of just like a mirror. It's copying something else. And because it's merely copying something, you're not making all these active decisions. Mm -hmm. And because you've removed all the decision-making and all the research, essentially the stuff that you're paying that fee for, these passive funds are very cheap. They're almost five times cheaper. So using that same example, instead of paying the asset manager a fee of 1,250 rand, now you're only paying them a fee of 250 rand. And your investments, which started at a million, is now just under 1 million and 5,000, which which looks a whole lot better. You're almost a thousand rand a month better off. Okay, but then it's a no-brainer. Why wouldn't we, everyone, just shift over to passive investments? So that's where it starts to get a bit interesting now. Okay. So with passive investing, you're just copying an investment approach. Yeah. So there's no daily decisions that are being made. So for example, if you want to say, 
I want to invest into an index that tracks the JSE top 40. So what mm-hmm. we mean by that is the top 40 shares on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, it's Naspers, it's Angler, it's Richmond. It's, there's 40 companies that are the biggest 40 companies. And mm-hmm. you say, I want to buy, instead of buying shares in all those companies, I'm going to buy a share in an index, which is like a mirror. It's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a representation of all those companies. Now, those company values are going to go up and down every single day. Now, there's a whole bunch of decisions that are being made, but all your index does at the end of the day, it just copies exactly what happened. Hmm. So at the, end of the, at the end of the day or the end of the month, your index is still going to reflect whatever has happened there. But because there was no thought process, these funds are set up, as we said, so cheaply that, um, that you've hardly paid anything for it. But the argument is that you're never going to beat the market. All Mm. that's going to happen is you're going to do exactly what the market did. Now, the problem is if the market did badly, you're going to do badly. And that's what the active managers are saying. They're saying, guys, yes, we are more expensive. Pay us a little bit more, but we'll do better than the market. If the Hmm. market's done 5%, we'll do 7%. If the market's done badly, we'll do positively. Yeah, that's very interesting. I mean, well, you just spoke about the two sides now, and and obviously, I want to say you you did your research on passive in, and uh, active investments, but now as a financial advisor, can I maybe ask your opinion on it? So, which one is better? Yeah. So, <laughs> at first glance, it really does look like a no-brainer in that passive investing. Exactly. Yes. It looks like the winner for a few reasons. So, firstly. Passive investing is becoming just a much bigger phenomenon globally. So it started out quite small a few years ago, but it's gotten to the point with technology now that more and more people are, are investing into passive funds and it's actually taking mm-hmm. a bigger market share than active investing. Okay. And secondly, now this is an important point. If we look at the difference in returns between a passive fund, so no one's making any decisions, I'm just investing into that, mm-hmm. compared to an active fund where you've got a fund manager making all these decisions every day with all their research, there hasn't actually been a substantial or sometimes a hard a difference at all between these two funds. So yeah. in that case, you're going out definitely would go passive investing. It's cheaper. And the active guys, they're not actually outperforming. Yeah. However, where I am a little bit wary is we haven't actually been in a market cycle where there's just been a downturn or a a negative market for a long time. So, for example, let's say there was a negative market for three years. If you're in passive funds, you've got a negative return for three years. Now, so has everyone else. That's what the market has done. But that's when the active guys are saying, it's difficult to beat the market when everything is going well, but this exactly. is when we're going to show our skill. When, when we can, when, it, when the market's doing badly and we can make these decisions, that's when we're going to do well. So for me, it does sound like I'm sitting on the fence a bit. I feel like there's still definitely a place for active investing oh, because you want your money managed different ways for exactly this reason. When the market is doing different things, you want mm-hmm. a portion of your portfolio to be doing well. And so... I I do feel like there's room for active management, but more and more I'm finding that I'm recommending a greater share towards passive investing because it Mm. is so much cheaper. And the good thing is it's putting pressure on the active managers to reduce their fees. Goodness. Okay. There's lots to consider um, in both sides, you know, the passive and active, but who knew there was so much that we went went into considering uh, when we look into investments. So it's also just besides passive versus active, we also have unit trust versus
versus endowments, uh, balance funds versus equity funds versus income funds. Now, it just seems like there is so much to keep on top of. So what is the best way to do so? So there is a lot of information out there. And, and while people nowadays, they've got access to that information at their fingertips, I still think that it's best to use a professional. Mm. And for me, a great analogy is always a doctor. With Google now, everyone thinks that they can diagnose exactly what is wrong with them. And we have self-proclaimed doctors that have never done a year of medicine attempting to self-medicate. And you can do it yourself, but you may not always get the best outcome. And it's similar for investing. I just feel the best thing to do is to speak to a financial advisor. Let them explain the stuff to you that you don't understand so that you don't feel overwhelmed. And they generally also have some wisdom from years of experience and lessons learned that can help Mm. you along the way. Well, that is exactly what you have to do. If you want to find out more, you can contact Wes and his email is wesley at multitrust.net. It's .net at the end. Don't forget about it. So it's wesley at multitrust.net. You can also go to our Facebook page. Like I told, there's all the details and we sell his, we sell, (laughs) we post his details on our Facebook page. So you can just go there. Uh, A lot of information, a lot of overwhelming information, I want to say, that we heard this morning. Um, Like Wes explained about the active and passive and we know a little bit about it. But like you mentioned, don't be a self-medicated doctor. (laughs) Rather find your financial advisor. Wes, thanks a lot for coming in again. Thanks for having me, Donnie. We'll do it next week again. Yes, great. Okay, cheers. Cheers. Bye.